Welcome to the Semi Woke Podcast. We're doing it. We're in here. Yeah. Uh, welcome. My name's Pranav. I'm Sharia. And this is a podcast where Sharia teaches me, Pranav, one woke concept a week in an effort to turn me gay. Nope. Not, no. It's not enough uh, for you to become gay. Okay. That's not enough. And now I'm prepared a little bit. Because this is now like a new segment almost. Yes. Just how gay can you make me? That's right. Okay, uh, go. You have to become... Uh, Oh, you have to become Sasha Colby's taint every time she does a split. That is what, like, that's every <laughs> Hey, <laughs> you said she. I ain't mad at that. And she's, as a straight guy? And she's hot as fuck oh, as well. dude. She's hot as fuck. You're yeah. right. But uh, Let also, me be there the, the... Main, the main reason I said that is because, congratulations, Sasha Colby. I'm so proud of hey, you. I don't know who you are, but you're hot, and I live on your perineum. Now. That's right. That's right. That's right. Sorry about that. If you, yeah. if you hear complaining, it's it's brought up. Yeah. If you're like, why is it so much hairier there, 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 back there? There's no complaining. <laughs> what are you talking about? For me, it's like living between my two favorite places. You know? It's she, like I feel like I'm living in California right now. She's hot and she's brilliant. And she's and she's so What does she do? So she she just won this last season of Drag Race. Um she's like she's like also been known in circles is like the top drag queen. She won Miss Continental. She's like a she's like a top pageant queen and a top performer. And okay, I mean T or maybe not T. Maybe just like my speculation is that this last season was rigged for her. It didn't need to be, but it was. Okay. <laughs> because wait, now we're uh, are they trans? She's trans. She's because, trans. Okay. So 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 okay. So Drag Race used to have a rule mm -hmm. that there couldn't be any trans women on like if you had begun your physical Canceled. transition so she couldn't be on drag race for a while because she had already started transitioning okay and then i think like obviously they reversed that rule thank god um thank god because we've got had some of the best after we've literally had nothing but trans winners of drag race for the last like four i mean years. they're the ones who are really committing to it no <laughs> You know no, what I mean? Nope. <laughs> nope. I mean, that's nope. the commitment. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 You know? That's not the take. They're snipping. Nope. And, uh... Nope. That's not the take. Okay. Hey. <laughs> all right. Guys, this is a podcast about straight erasure. That's right. Okay. And evidence number one, Sharia would not let me wear my focus ball headband on the pod, which I'm going to put it on just now anyway as an act of protest. It's the worst. Thing. Listen, it's good for my hand-eye coordination. Look, do you want to maybe I practice it for teabagging? Does that make you feel better? No, it doesn't. Okay, <laughs> just it's so bad. Oh. It's so bad. The thing is, like, Pranav will like we'll be having like a serious conversation, yeah. and Pranav will pull this stupid thing out and start batting at it like a cat, and it's the saddest <laughs> shit I've okay, ever like, seen. When you do put it like that, it is stupid. It's so okay. stupid. And then he's trying to he's expecting me to continue having a conversation with him as though he's an adult. Well, he's like crawling on the floor chasing a ball <laughs> like it's just no we're not doing that um, that's not the team. i'm keeping it here on the table as an act of protest though mm. so people can see because there does need to be straight visibility mm. uh <laughs> thank you thank you anyway this is the first gay and this is the first queer straight collaboration uh since uh J. Edgar Hoover and the FBI sniper that killed Martin Luther King Jr. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm I tried to bring up uh, J. Edgar Hoover before as as that, and you you tried to can you soft canceled me for it. Wow. Yeah. What when did I cancel you for a few episodes ago? No, I, I don't tried believe to bring this. up J. Edgar Hoover. You think You're like, I no. And I was like, No, we don't claim him. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. It's true. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. That does sound like me. That does sound like me. We don't claim him. But it's like, like, we don't claim him. It's like Milo uh, Yiannopoulos or whatever. Like, he's not part of the queer community, but he sucks dick. Well, last time we were talking, <laughs> last time we were talking, you made a very interesting distinction for me, which was, you're like, he's not queer. He's gay. Yes. And that's becoming like, it's becoming a slur again. <laughs> I'm like, now in this light, if it's like, okay, if gay men are canceled by the queer community, does it make it safe for straight dudes to just be like, that shit's gay? No. Can we start doing that again. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. Unless it took a lot of deprogramming for me to stop saying that. Yes, exactly. As a straight dude, Hillary Duff had to come out and do a commercial about it. Did you really? I do you don't remember, remember this? I don't remember that. I do. do you remember this, Connor? You don't remember 
Okay, I see. Sometimes y'all try to make me feel crazy. Hillary Duff had a PSA where they were like girls in a in a shopping mall, like trying on clothes, and like that's gay. And Hillary Duff comes out and she's like, "Hey, I'm Lizzie McGuire, and I don't think that's fucking right to say." That's Wait, there were girls who were saying that's gay. That doesn't even make sense. That's but, not even the scenario. Okay, that you, I hung out with girls, and we said that's gay all the time. Usually, we were saying really, it, yeah. Yeah, when we were like really? middle school and stuff, and that's gay. He's gay. <laughs> that is how you say it that's as a straight gay. person, actually. Oh, no. that, gay. that is the correct straight pronunciation. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Have you been doing straight Duolingo? I have. Like, what's going on? I want to understand you. <laughs> I finally want to understand. That's you. gay. <laughs> Wait, where's the? I'm gonna find it, but it's 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 that it's is a hilarious. classic. It's a classic Hillary Duff uh, yeah. PSA. That's because she is like the icon of straight female femininity. She was. Oh my god. Well, okay. We were. I was just watching the Aaron Carter uh, documentary okay. episode, and I like you forget how important these people were in your lives. Like when Aaron Carter and Lizzie. When Aaron Carter was on Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. Do you remember that? That was fucking. I, I didn't re- because I didn't watch that show straight. Um, oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But I but can you imagine. remember all the girls talking about it the next day. As, no, no, but yes. Okay. <laughs> also, I mean, you know. <laughs> Do you remember Connor when Lizzie McGuire, when, when Aaron Carter was on Lizzie McGuire? He was probably born when Aaron Carter I, was on Lizzie I kind of do remember. You remember? Connor's lying right now. Connor, are you lying right now? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. We all remember Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> yes. That wasn't the question. Or do you remember? The question was, do you remember when episode? Aaron Carter, did yes. you lose your mind when Aaron Carter was no, on no, Lizzie McGuire? Do you McGuire? remember? <laughs> That's a no. But did he sing I Want Candy? Yes, he sure fucking did. Yeah, I remember. He sure fucking did. Did he what? In that silver suit. He sang I Want Candy in that little silver suit uh, with the fake snow. Okay, Connor. Yeah. Connor's right. what's up? Connor's a real nigga. No, 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 okay. no. <laughs> Connor, you can take that to the bank, you can, you buddy. You can say that. You can tell. <laughs> right? And then explain it. That, that Put you that in your Instagram bio. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Connor Kowichin, real N-word. Yes. <laughs> we did. Definitely. Um, what was... Uh, uh, well, it's just for me, when the going gets rough for me as a straight male... I can then always offload it onto you as a straight white male. That's right. You oh, know? my God. Thank God you're here to pick up all the guilt. <laughs> Every time you do prob- something problematic, I'll hit Connor. Okay. <laughs> okay. That works. Connor, that works, right? That works for you. Listen. Oh, I think you should put on the focus ball headband. Absolutely not. I'm okay. not going to make him do that. That's that's against the Geneva Conventions. <laughs> <laughs> that's humiliating. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, wait. We're going to introduce a new segment, actually. Let's go. Um, we we feel like, because we're semi-woke. Yeah. And at least one of the things that the woke mob tries to do is cancel something yeah. every fucking day. Yeah. So we're going to cancel something every week. Let's go. <laughs> so, Start us off. Uh, I'm canceling um, fucking New York City. I'm canceling oh. New York City. I'm okay. canceling New York City, particularly traffic and uh uh, public transportation in, in, infrastructure. infrastructure. You're going for something big. You're I actually con- have. You know what? That's too serious. This is that, a conceptual cancel- that's right. cancellation. We could talk about Robert Moses and stuff like that. Robert, so it's too yes, serious. Exactly. You know. You know what? I'm 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 cancering moisture on the inner part of your eye. That's what I'm going to cancel. Interesting. It always fucks up my eye makeup. You hear me complain about it all the time, and yeah. you never notice. So wait, are you, are you canceling tears? Is that what I'm gathering? Not yet? necessarily tears, because tears will come out of this side yeah. a little bit. But the moisture on the inner part of your eye, it like it doesn't matter unless somebody knows. I've never used a primer that consistently took care of that problem. If if a little moisture came on the inside of my eye, boom, my eye makeup's fucked right around that corner. Right. So I propose canceling that particular piece of moisture unless unless I can find a decent primer. Well, I'm canceling skincare in general. I don't think it's real. I think it's a scam at this point. Wow. I for a few years I did skincare. I used to, I good skincare, Biosense. Oh Squalane. Okay. You okay. was using the roach pussy? The retinol at night <laughs> with the snail cream after. I used the retinol. Yeah, my it's niece amazing. put me onto this. She's, the retinol she's, works. she's a skincare queen. That's right. The retinol with that. 
And then my girlfriend was like, no, no, use this all natural organic version of retinol and then use this coconut facial moisturizer too. Listen, it's not going to work if it doesn't have harmful chemicals. I'm sorry. We know. I think uh, that might be true. That's true. I think it might be true. You know, whenever, whenever somebody gets you a spray bottle of like cleaner and it has like a gorilla on it or whatever, it's like, this shit isn't going to work. All right. It's going to make, it's going to make shit sticky. That's all it's going to do. I'm that bitch that like buys these fucking products that like are clean products. And then I'm like. Then the reality yeah. sets in. And I'm like, you know what? I need harmful chemicals. I'm I'm a dirty person. I'm a filthy person. And I need the poison. This is like such intense <laughs> capitalist OCD where yes. it engenders it in us yes. too. Where we're like, no, it has to be so pure and so scrubbed. Yes. Right? That we only we can only use this product. Why right? doesn't it smell like pine? Yes, exactly. Like, exactly. Because pine doesn't smell like that. You've never smelled pine. Those are carcinogens. <laughs> Why doesn't it smell like cancer? That's really what it is. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, like yeah. I need to do bong hits of microplastics. Uh, you know? <laughs> That's what it is. Like if I'm not getting a ball a lung full of microplastics with any cleaning product, I'm like, hey. This doesn't work. Sorry, bong hits of microplastics is amazing. <laughs> if I if we had an indie band, that'd be a great. That would be. <laughs> um, that's good. That was a good cancellation. That was a pretty good cancellation. And it also we should do an episode about personal care products and all the, the endocrine disruptors and stuff. Oh yes, we should. We can have we, some really great have, guests for that. We could have my flower. girlfriend. Yeah, we could have Flowey on, or we could have her mentor at Columbia, who was the one who led the study. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting that it wasn't just like her that did everything. That would actually. She was a big part of the study. She's a big she, part. Of the study. I think she's. She's. I don't. I don't want to actually speak out of turn in terms of who's authoring the paper. But, but she's, she's. She's like mad smart. Yeah. She's like science. She's. She's like a science smart. She's, she's science smart. Yeah. Why is she with me again? I don't, I don't know. know. I really don't know. I know you been. You. I know you better be eating that shit. I know you better. Be... <laughs> yeah. I know. I do. <laughs> Several times a day. Listen. Several, because you're not, you don't have money. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and I do stuff like wear the focus ball Exactly. Which immediately dries it. No, but you know what? Up. She's so straight that she likes it. <laughs> She'll put it on sometimes and start like going at it. With that it. is actually very And straight. she's actually better at it than me because she's been like a, a yogi for 20, 12 years. That's right. And yeah. her drishti, her focus is so intense, yeah. her gaze, that yeah. she's just fucking killing it with it. She could whip my ass real tough. Absolutely. Like she's pretty tough. If you guys have kids, I hope. They get all of her and then your ass. Okay. I mean, <laughs> should I just start doing this podcast ass first? Ass into the mic first? You got to get back the early Mango Bay ass. But you know what? You're that. right. That's fair. <laughs> early Mango Bay ass. That's fair. Early Mango Bay ass. Was, it was popping. He dude. really looked like Megan the Stallion. You really did. <laughs> it was like Usama was sitting next to Megan the Stallion every single episode. And you had the hair too. So you had like the 40 the inch bust down every every. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I okay. like it. That's funny. Um, so our topic today. Should we move on to our topic? Let's let's get into our topic today. Um, our topic today is kind of heavy. It's fucking heavy as shit because of what's been happening now in New York City. We're talking about homelessness. Yes. Or unhousedness. People. Yeah. Uh, now, I, there is one thing that I do have to bring up, which is I do not understand this thing. And I understand there's stigmas attached to language and so on. But Speak it. But I don't understand this thing of being like, no, don't say homeless. It's unhoused. Because mm -hmm. all you're doing, oh, what? A suffix isn't as good as a prefix? Like, what is what is the... It's just moving the goalpost. Is it, though? Is it even moving the goalpost? Or it's is it just changing because, the color of the goalpost? Well, because there's so much stigma associated to the world, word homeless. That's why we... But we changed homeless from, like, hobo. And we right. the hobo from, like, bum. Right. And, like, we've just changed the words and not changed the... Uh, not come to the basic solution of the... It's the homelessness is the one problem that has the solution in its name. I know. It truly <laughs> does. The solution is embedded right there in the problem. It's so easy. It really is. To find, I wonder what would fix homelessness. Homelessness? Home? <laughs> <laughs> nah, home that's not mourness? it. Not, that's not it. it. It must be cops. We should give yeah, more money to cops. Exactly. That'll do it. It's the dumbest. It is always it's one of those things that like, like, I don't know. I have not been formally diagnosed with autism, but certain things. I know there's an injustice. Your knowledge of K-pop qualifies you. My, oh, there's way more about me that is extremely yeah, I know. autistic. I know, but that's the first tip-off That's a for me. big, big tip-off, yeah. but also, like, my hand flapping, which I... Oh, yeah, yeah. The you hand are a wrist flapping, flapper, yeah. I am, I, my mother tried to put the kibosh on that, and yeah. I, like, mostly do it when I'm comfortable, and, we, and I did it on the first episode. That's like the autistic people's twerking. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> They'd be going like this. <laughs> it's 
not okay. It's, okay. it's, it's fine. <laughs> but I also twerk is like a, a, a certain like uh, I twerk when I'm like doing something. I'll just twerk. Do you twerk when you're nervous? Yes, it's my it's my like stim. It's my stim. It's my stim. I'll sit. I'll twerk when I'm laying down. Uh, like like if I'm laying on my stomach, I immediately start moving my ass. Like it's a it's a stim. It's a stim. Well, I move my butt when I lay on my stomach. Yeah. I, I bet I'm a fidgety person though. So, I, I am a, I'm a leg shaker. Yes, I, I, yeah. you might. I honestly believe the spectrum is a circle, and there's a bunch of people who are in different points on it. I know, but the, the, it comes a point then where all of it becomes meaningless, though, too, right? On the level of language, does it become meaningless, or is it that we have to recognize that society isn't structured in a way that is helpful or beneficial to most people? Hundred percent. But to <laughs> me, that's an interplay between language and society. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, or like, or social activity, I yes, guess you should for say, sure. right? So, I mean, we're, we're talking about this whole thing of unhoused versus homeless. We're kind of coming back to our first episode conversation about the R word, right? Yes. We're just changing it to unhoused isn't going to make, it's like saying these fucking unhoused people, that doesn't make it any better, yes, right? Exactly. Exactly. You're looking all unhoused there. Like, yeah. It's still, you know what I mean? So it doesn't, it never, language, this is my opinion, language never fully solves a problem. Yes. Language is always an indicator and it's a cosmetic first line of things, which does have meaning and yes. is important, but, but it never solves the problem. That's right. That's right. I do understand people who think it does though, because language is thought yes. and it is a way of, of changing thoughts. Yes. So. And it's, I think it's part of the, of, of, of fixing the problem. I think we should start with, we can start with the words. If we want, yeah. but then we need to actually start treating people differently. Yeah. And it's, you know what? I have a theory about homelessness itself. Like I have a theory about the way people view homelessness. I think the people are so people are afraid of being homeless. That's like people, because oh, we are definitely. all one fucking disaster. 100%. One missed paycheck 100%. What, from being out on the fucking streets. Uh-huh. We all are most all working class people the whole yes. point is that you are at least a few paychecks away from homelessness yes. you have to work to keep yourself from dying on exactly the you have to be on that hamster wheel that's right or you will die or you will die and you know. when you see a homeless person it is an inf- you you live your life as though that's not the reality yeah you go out you shop you buy things you you, you talk to people as yeah. though that is not the reality that you are not a few paychecks away from a crisis and then you see someone who is experiencing the very thing you feel fear and it it i think that discomfort either inspires people to feel sad guilty mm-hmm. uh they feel a sense of injustice or or they skip past that immediately because there's no easy fix for this right and they skip past that immediately and they go straight to anger yes and they go straight to fear yes yes they do it's a it's a, it's a very complicated resentment yes that is engendered within yes. us why and- have you reminded me of this Huh? Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, like that's yes, people, yes, not exactly. You. Yes, exactly. Yes. You're like, why are you reminding me of this? That is such a that is such a perfect enca- encapsulation. If yeah. you ask me. Now we have a situation now this week specifically <sighs> where these questions are really should be coming to the fore. Not just this week. We've been having like months. Of oh, this stuff. Uh, in listen, South San Francisco. Oh too. my God. Yeah. Listen, hundred percent. But here in New York City, Oof. where we have the case of Jordan Neely. Yeah. And this was a kid. Kid. A kid. This is a kid. Yes, he was 30, but he was a kid. Was he? I thought he was like 21. He was 30. Okay. He was 30. Even so, even like, dude, there's nothing more heartbreaking to me. Actually, there's nothing more heartbreaking to me than this is a few years ago before the pandemic, before the unhoused situation was as out of control as it was. Now, I was coming out of a bodega and a 19-year-old kid, fully fit looking, just a totally... He looked like just a normal kid. This should have been a kid who was out with his friends playing basketball or just hanging out and having fun. And this kid was like, hey, do you have any change? Yep. And I fucking broke my heart that there's a fucking 19-year-old, perfectly able-bodied kid who had to resort to that. Listen. And that is not laziness. You know what I mean? No, someone dropped the fucking ball. Yeah, it's not. that. That's the whole thing is like none of this shit is ever about that. That's right. That's a big thing. That's a big, that goes into the thing, the the assumption of laziness being the cause because it's like, well, I'm not lazy. It's it's a very, it goes into that immediate knee-jerk resentment feeling thing that we were just talking about where it becomes an easy thing to put on it of like hey 
hey, lazy, lazy. Da, da. It's yeah. not that, dude. Yeah. There's so many fucking. Yeah. Anyway, can, I, can we talk about Jordan Neely's yes, background? Please. So with Jordan Neely. Oh, shit. Fuck. With Jordan Neely, we might have to just keep going. Yeah. I'm sorry, Connor. Uh, I lied. Um, <laughs> Jordan Neely's background, his situation is um, he, when he was 14, I believe, his mother was murdered by her yes. partner. Yep. Uh, and then when he was 18, he had to testify in her trial. Yep. And let's just be real, an 18-year-old with no family support. I mean, let's Probably just, not a lot of mental health support. No either. mental... Okay, let's talk about the state of mental health in this country. Yeah. Like, he he was... He has nothing. He has nothing. He, was, he could either be locked up. He probably has been locked up in some sort of state institution, which yeah. I'm telling you, those places... I've been in I've been in mental health mm -hmm. uh, institutions. I know all the commenters are like, I know that fucking dumb crazy bitch. I know. But... <laughs> But I have been in mental health. I had you committed. That's right. Oh, God, I wish. You got that kind of money? <laughs> you know how expensive it is? They never have beds. <laughs> I have been, been in mental health hospitals like a few different times throughout my life, particularly in my childhood. And when I tell you, those places are rife for abuse. Oh, definitely. Like the, and it, it, I've been traumatized by <laughs> hospital it's, it makes you crazier it makes you crazy i have seen like nurses and i i'm sorry like i know there are people who are dedicated mental health nurses yeah. and i have i've been with some of them but there are very few Wait, <laughs> I'm just, sexually yes okay I, well those weren't the good ones yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes when i say abuse i mean abuse oh god like they are they are beating these children they are throwing i've seen someone throw a child break his arm and then tell his parents that he did it right and like we're so it's gaslighting yes. probably a lot of mismedication oh for sure misdiagnosis mis these kids are drooling abuse some of medication of yes they're just they're you know what's so crazy and i've never heard anybody say this but i feel like mental health and mental health institutions it's very similar to prison yes and that when you go in they have a whole there's a whole cliche about prison where it's like that's just criminal university right where you're learning to become a better criminal yes when you go into mental health institutions all it does is make you less mentally healthy yes. oh my god okay so I, I i used to go to like saint vincent's uh a few times whenever i used to just like have a little suicide attempt every once right. in a while when i was a kid before we they fixed my medication and so when, uh, when i was like 16 they sent me to a hospital called holliswood which is now closed thank jesus uh, -huh. uh and that experience was so much like Orange is the New Black. Yeah. You have no idea. It was crazy. And you mean you fell in love and found your way through the system that and was finally really... found acceptance? I mean, I did get fingered, but that's... About your... <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, literally, I was being like bullied by what I would say were guards. They were not yeah. counselors. Yeah, they were yeah, supposed yeah. to be counselors. They would threaten you with like a PRN, which is just like a shot in the ass to like... Dude. like knock you out yeah um i was threatened i was threatened with physical violence by a counselor i'm 16 years old she beefing with me i'm 16 years old just committed suicide yeah. just attempted suicide yeah. and you're beefing with me like it was a whole thing so and then i watched orange is the new black and i watched a lot of prison documentaries and i was like oh wait literally the way they do their system is exactly the same like 100 percent. Right. like they're not giving you're not getting sunlight even it's even not even as good because you're not getting sunlight you're not getting sunlight yeah you don't get the rec time you and stuff like that it's it's not good and like the thing about it which is even more pernicious than the penal system than yeah. the traditional penal system yeah. is that like it's so bizarre to put somebody who has schizophrenia in the same space as if they're the exact same as somebody who maybe is just has man is just manic right a manic depressive person yeah who is with somebody who whatever has, you know what i mean ma major depressive right, disorder yeah, who's just was, had a nervous breakdown yes. from some kind of traumatic incident yes it's which is most of the kids that are in almost every actually every single kid i talked to in all my hospital time they all had some deep deep trauma you yeah. don't think jordan neely had some deep, uh, dude i mean we just talked about it well besides that of course besides that are yeah. you like that is just the culmination of some other trauma right. that i'm sure he's experienced right and then do you think that he was probably dropped off in one of those little hospitals and it made it worse and then somehow he was able to carve out like a little niche 
and a little life for himself as like a Michael Jackson impersonator doing dances or whatever. Right. And oh my God, wait, sorry. Did you see that video that where that somebody reposted of him recently? What was it? I so they posted it like completely out of context. And it's Jordan Neely yelling at this guy and like call him the F word and be like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, why are you? And then everyone's like, oh, he was crazy. He was dangerous. Yeah. The beginning part of the video is this guy just harassing Jordan Peele. Okay, I didn't see that. This guy with a camera just being like, oh, Michael Jackson doing all these like Michael Jackson molestation jokes. This guy, like, you know, he dedicated his life to Michael Jackson. And well, then, he's also mentally he, ill. And he's mentally ill and he's on the street. Like, let's, let's why for entertainment now yeah. you've harassed this this person. So he keeps harassing, he keeps harassing, and keeps harassing on camera, on purpose. Yeah. No, fuck you, Michael Jackson. Hey, Michael, you like dark skits, blah, 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 blah. And he, then he, then he immediately goes like, what the fuck is wrong with you, stupid thing on your shirt? Do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah. Like, and no, it doesn't make it okay that he said the F word or whatever. But like, also, he didn't deserve to die. No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't deserve but to be murdered. But I want to say this. Here's here's one thing I want to say. And we can all talk about Danny Penny, the Marine guy who... Fuck that guy. He should be in prison. Him. Well, there was three or four other people That's, also restraining absolutely. him. Yes. Uh, and they were... Uh, from they what I saw the video, well. there were also multiple races. Yes. Okay. The one thing we can all come together on yeah. is that homeless people and people with mental illnesses do not deserve to live right right that is that this is exactly the thing right well here's the problem for me right now right and is i'm seeing all the protests right now and it's also focused on charging one guy with murder yeah to me i'm like okay fine do that get to the bottom of that yeah yeah but that to me is nothing more than just lynch mob bullshit everybody in this city is culpable for that kid's death yes that is the way I yes. feel about it. And that's what's so depressing about the protest because they're not like, hey, affordable housing, housing rights, mental health. Like, what are we doing with the allocation of funds in the city? Thank you. Why is that? Why is the homeless situation so out of control Thank here? You. Yes. Why is the men- public health and pe- public mental health situation so out? Nobody is out there nope. protesting those things. That's right. Instead, it's an easy thing that a lot of narcissists can get together and talk about. Right. And be like, oh, white guy, this, that. Fine, we can talk about that. And there is an issue there. And For I'm not, sure. I'm not trying to erase that as a possible issue at For sure. all. Yeah, yeah. But the fact is that we're all culpable in getting this kid's death. Yes. Okay. Every single one of us in this city. Yes. And we all, I want to actually share something very briefly is I live in bed I've lived here for now 12 years, 13 years. Um, I'm a native. Just kidding. Just I kidding. hate you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but- Post-pandemic, a huge explosion of unhoused populations yep. around here, right? And I uh, I had ordered a vacuum cleaner. There was First of all, there was a woman, homeless, camping just on the stoop, you know? That's, of course, that's frustrating in a level, just in that, okay, my path is obstructed. Oh, boo-hoo. Didn't, whatever, though. You know what I mean? Nobody's hurting anybody, and they were very polite. Uh, but then packages started getting stolen, right? I ordered a really expensive vacuum cleaner. And uh, it went, it fucking got stolen. And my neighbor Vacuum told me, are so expensive. <laughs> my neighbor was like, dude, it was, uh, it was this woman and her, her husband or whatever. They, they took packages. I saw them taking packages and I was like, fuck. So I got really upset with this woman. And cause I'm, I was normally really polite and just like, Hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And one time I was like, I, I I read her. I didn't read her actually, but I was just like, actually, why? Bitch. I yeah, yeah. I was like, bitch ass bitch. I was like, why did you steal my? You know, people saw you doing it, and she got upset, and then I felt fucking horrible about it. Yeah, right. Because, but I was just like, that vacuum Shit. cleaner fed her for like three. But years. I, I doubt it. So I'm like, where how, where does somebody va- fence a vacuum cleaner at the bodega? Like, but I don't. I, but the fact is, I probably like, would have bought that. Bag. Probably, yeah. <laughs> But I was just like, fuck, you know, I immediately was just like, shit, man, because I don't I'm I'm a confrontational person, but I don't like being a confrontational. I'm I very I have mixed feelings about that. So I ended up having I just felt so fucking shit about it Yeah, that I was just like, hey, I didn't know what to say to her, though, because she probably did steal she it. She stole your fucking vacuum. No, you know, be mad at a bitch for stealing. But here's, here's actually it. the upshot about it okay. is that. She probably did steal it. She denied it. And I was like, whatever. But I was like, you know, I shouldn't have spoken to you like that. And I'm really sorry. And, uh, you know, I, I I hope you accept my apology. And she was like, I'm not homeless. She was like, my husband just doesn't like staying in our apartment. 
And or, this is what she said. I don't think it's, it's true. true, you it's know, true. obviously. But what I did learn is she was like, I used to live in this building over here. It's the next building over. And she was like, this was basically the only place that she felt at home. You know, it was just like the familiar place that she knew. And that's where she stayed. And that's and I thought that was really telling. And there's I don't know actually how to fully unpack that as a as a as a data point for me. Right. Mm -hmm. But it was like it's it's you know, we're all homing pigeons as human beings. Right. Mm -hmm. We always go to a place that we need of comfort. And there's a person who is struggling, who is like going through it. And I didn't know what to do with it. All I could think about was myself and something that had been taken from me. And I'm not rich, obviously. And I, you have a package stolen. Nobody wants that, right? Yeah. So I had to deal with the fact that, okay, it's okay for me to be upset about that. But how do I approach that? And I still don't know. And she had moved along. And then there was another guy who was just kind of outside the building. And I was able to at least take, learn from that moment a little bit mm -hmm. from that previous one where this guy was now out there and with him and I started to talk to friends of mine who were involved in housing activism about it because mm -hmm. I was like well what sh what is the response that I should be having what should I do about this and they were like here's x y and z and so the next guy who came along I did x y and z mm -hmm. which was I gave him the number and the location of the closest shelter I mm -hmm. gave him some money I gave him a metro card mm -hmm. and I gave him some pizza that I had that's good and I was just like, hey, you know, I hope you're doing okay. Just here's if you do want some kind of help about this. And he was like, thank you so much. And he went. And then the next time I saw this guy, uh, I'd seen him around a little bit here and there. And he was always just like, hey, how are you, man? I do. It's so great seeing you, bro. Thank you. And I was, it always breaks my heart because I gave so little. And to him, it meant the world. But the last time I saw him, he was outside here. Sucking someone's dick. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to uh, say, I thought you were going to say you're stealing your vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was pushing your vacuum cleaner. off on my vacuum cleaner. Yes. My steam up. Um, but no, you know what? He was wearing a hard hat and he was smoking a cigarette and he was working on a construction site. That's over amazing. Here. And he was like, man, he's like, I got a job. I'm working here. I was so happy. I almost started crying, dude. Yeah. You I did that. Like, no, I didn't, didn't do that. But, you know, <laughs> like I was like, but you know what? What I loved is that he came to me. He's like, man, thank you so much. Yeah. And it was such a nice human interaction to have. And yes. of course it's tingling my vanity as a bourgeois yeah. individual. <laughs> yeah. Right. To be yeah. like, Look at me. Lesson learned. Check out my arc, everybody. Yes, yes, yes. But it was important for me to learn yes. how to get past that resentment. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because that is a thing. And it's I don't blame people for that because it is a terrifying thing to behold. Yes. yes. Because what does that represent in front of you? That's societal collapse that you're looking at. Right no. There. I love this story. And I, I think this is beautiful. But uh, I, and as much as I think I would uh, love to take from this, if a bitch stole my fucking vacuum, I'm not buying her a fucking pizza. I didn't buy her the pizza. Card. Exactly. Yeah. But if you had, maybe she would have also been able to... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you wouldn't. Have, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. But no, no, I think that's that's. If we could do that on uh, on an actual like a macro level, it's like you can't. It's we like, would solve. I know. I know. The fact is, is that it's purely luck that puts me as the guy trying to get into the building and somebody else sitting on the stoop that, outside. 100%. Because nobody, very few people, I would yes. say, want to be just camping on a stoop. There's people on the streets. There's people. I used to. I used to work at um a bedside campaign against a uh, uh, campaign against hunger, and there were people that came in there. Not everybody who came in there was homeless. In fact, most people who come there are not homeless. Mm -hmm. They're just struggling. And and but there were people who were homeless who had multiple degrees. Right. Who had had been had really a big careers Hondo. and like a lot of MFAs out there. That's right. A lot right. of MFAs. I think, I mean, yeah. No, no, not not that I'm MFAs. Kidding. I expect you yeah. to to show up at the fucking food place. That's, 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 these people had real degrees. These people had like, like you know science. Uh, PhDs and shit like that. Real shit. Yeah, they were studying mice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> That's you're unhoused <laughs> i'm unhoused you're unhoused i'm unhoused you're unhoused i'm unhoused that's it's meisner scene one so stupid that was extremely stupid <laughs> i loved it it was stupid and smart um, you're jacking off in a shoe i'm jacking off in a shoe I'm jacking off in a shoe. Uh, uh, I hate miser. Um, but yeah. but like they and they were just it, the the reality is like there are people that were far more in a place where 
where they you would think they would be fine in a in a just society as we keep keep putting it they would be fine in a meritocracy merit merit oh jesus meritocracy Meritocracy, they would be fine but the reality is it's not that and that's why like like and then the same thing with mental health issues like you have one mental health issue you can't go into work you're fucked you can't get a reference like that's it you're on the street and that's like i i have like a personal connection to this like the reality oh sorry let me just go back yeah so like you know about the Reddit threads. I've yeah. been reading some of the Reddit threads right. about uh, Jordan Neely in like on the train, on the F line, kind of having mental health breakdowns right. publicly and even assaulting people or attempting to assault yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, he had a record. He had a, re- he had a record. He had a record. Most of his record, though, was for loitering, for right. like, for like homeless, uh, there was a variety of things there. There was <laughs> assaults. Sure. There, there was assaults. There was, but because he, he was had, arrested forty eight times, and like thirty two of those times were yeah. for just being out in public. Yeah, we're just criminalizing homelessness. Look, here's the thing. I don't, I don't know what exactly what his record is, uh, but I want to stop you for a second mm-hmm. and say that to me, there's no shame in pointing out that maybe this guy had assault for on sure. His rap Definitely, team. he did. But that <laughs> the, none of that excuses the fact. That this is a city that has let somebody like him Boom. be having to make his money as a Michael Jackson impersonator on the F line to try and get housing. But here's the thing, though. Here's also the thing, though. He's not like a Showtime no, kid no. on the subway having fun with his friends, no, making some money dancing. That's right. right. Yes. This Although guy, that was part of it. He had a community of right. of, 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 of performers, street performers yeah. that, uh, that were with him. That was like the one time in yeah. his life when he was mentally okay enough to like continue doing this right. as like a real thing. But, but... Like the thing is, yes, he was assaulting people, and yes, he was being. But a lot of the, the lot of the thing is criminalized homeless. A lot of his records are criminalized homelessness. A few of them are genuinely dangerous assaults. Yeah, right. Which happens. We've all seen it happen. Some of us have experienced it. And the reality is, this wasn't going to end well for him, no matter what. He had That's no exactly right. chance in this. There's nothing. We have no no support system for people who have mental health issues in this country. We have nothing. We have nothing. The things we have are, if not inadequate, they are traumatizing. Right. And they just spit you back out in the street. He'd have, he, he, would, he would have continued this cycle of being arrested and traumatized, yeah. thrown back on the street with less than he had before and criminalized for being out in the streets, yeah. even without the mental health issues. Right. So we literally have set up a system where a kid like him who... Through, like really through no fault of his own right. is now in a state where he is fucked there's nothing uh, short of a miracle that can help recently they they, they raised like $30,000 for him or whatever for his like whatever in his GoFundMe mm-hmm. but guess what he wasn't gonna make $30,000 if he was alive exactly we only do that if they die it's exactly we right. o- and to, to assuage our own guilt let's be real that's where's a, that money going that's all it is that's right that's all it is that's and, just, it, oh I feel so much better now you know what I mean? Yeah, I, that's, I said fifty dollars. Exactly so much better. I just oh, I give him a slice of pizza. Yeah, that's like you know what yes. I mean. That's like my. I life. do the same thing. But you know, my my whole thing is like that's that's the these this is the systemic ravages of capitalism, yes. neoliberalism in this country, yes. and this is what's fucked up. And we have all conspired, and and everything is circumstances have converged for that moment where that kid got strangled on the train. The, yes, you know what I mean. Including oh. the kid, including the perpetrator, yeah. who grew up also absorbing yes. certain kinds of media, yes. right? He was a Marine. Yes. He's somebody who's conditioned to find valor and violence, yes. right? And I'm not saying that there's nothing valorous about physical courage and stuff like that. I'm a violent person. I think violence has its place in, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in yeah, the for sure. psyche. I agree. I agree. And all that. But it's like, this is also another kid. You know what I mean? Conditioned yes. by the same exact yes. system. And probably traumatized by his time in the Marines. Probably. Like, you know how, how often they deal with sexual assault and how often they deal with, you know what I mean? This whole, this whole, like literally, yes. Like, and he's also been taught by the media. He's seeing images yes. on the media of people who are actually maybe bad dudes, perpetrators, going and robbing an immigrant store or something and seeing, oh, this needs to stop. Yes. This police aren't doing their jobs yeah. anymore. Or no, I'm help. This is community then policing. This is community policing, right? <laughs> That's exactly it. Yes. And so this guy's thinking like, no, I'm doing the right thing right now. I'm, I'm becoming valorous. I'm becoming a hero. And I'm sorry. A lot of people consider him a hero. A lot yeah. of blue check marks on the on Twitter right. consider that man a hero. Yeah, that's why I stay off Twitter. But yeah, it's smart. It's smart. Uh, like it, it's it's there's there, this is like a real like I use. Listen, we've all been on the subway and we've seen somebody having a mental health uh, uh thing where we're like, uh oh. 
I might be in the way, yeah. right? I might get hit. I might get something. So you, and it's terrifying. And now when I'm on the train and I see somebody having a mental health breakdown, I'm also looking at all the white boys and I'm like, are y'all trying to be a hero today? Well, like, you know what's so funny <laughs> is here's the thing about, about these guys, right? Here's the thing about those guys is those guys themselves are also then triggered and they're triggered by their own terror and their own fear. Absolutely. Right? And that's what leads them into yes! fully diving into a very machismo yes! lifestyle and a way of essentializing the world in this way of like, I can be a hero, I can be valorous, and this yes. is me. It's a way of them being like, I'm not scared now. I'm yes. not scared, even though they are scared. They are scared, and it's okay. We, I wish we could tell people that it's okay to be, right. especially young boys and men, that it's okay to be scared, and the response to that isn't murder. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, look, here's, here's the thing, and this is probably not, is we can talk about this guy, the Marine, and all that stuff, yes. but the fact is, is that this is something that we are all very 100%, culpable. A hundred percent. And so are all know? the people who, who, and I'm sorry, okay. Because we don't know bitch. exactly what transpired yet on that train. We, we don't know. Don't. We don't yet. We don't Right? Know. But we do know, we do know the conditions that led to that. Boom. And nobody, nobody, and that's what annoys me right now about all of the grandstanding that's going on, on both sides, Yes, is that not a single person is being like, where where are the public services for mental health in this country? In this city, this is a blue state. Yes. Right? This is a blue state. This is a Dem-controlled lib state. House on Well, that's your fucking problem. That's that's maybe. your first fucking problem because those people don't give a fuck. Democrats don't give a fuck about unhoused people. No. They don't give a fuck about you and your mental illness. Right. There are Jordan Neely's on the train right now. Uh, dude. <laughs> like, non-stop. Right non-stop. Non-stop. We can't kill every one of yeah. them but in a lynch. We can't lynch yeah. every single one uh, of them. Like the real bigotry that's going on here, people are really trying to do the black and white thing yes. right now, but it, the real bigotry is about homeless people yes. and non-homeless and, people. And the, the solution is far more than just giving money to a GoFundMe right. and protesting, which I, protests don't work. Protests don't work. I'm sorry, they don't work. Y'all don't know what you, you were doing. Yeah. Protests, the point of protest is for fucking... Uh, uh, community uh for co coalition building right. and for uh making like trying to find people who agree with your sentiment so that you can then organize right. and organize a general strike or a, a fucking anything something that's actually something disruptive. that makes sense or, yeah. and not just disruptive that does something yes right exactly. like that actually like solves the problem it's generative it's generative Absolutely. and y'all people just go out in the street and, and talk yeah <laughs> and then look the minute a politician joins your protest that's how that's you know no longer a protest your movement is fucked that's right okay. the minute aoc puts her arms behind i know oh fake fake handcuffs the fake handcuffs <laughs> <laughs> this woman oh god, god. she's such what a, a clown, disappointment dude. she's such a clown <laughs> but okay so but i also want to push back on your whole thing about okay. um like i i think yes for sure some people are doing it to like assuage their guilt and people are doing it because they are narcissists and narcissists love these kinds mm -hmm. of opportunities but i think also a huge part of it is that they don't know what the solution is, we have only, they've only learned how to to deal with these issues in the terms of like, Black Lives Matter. Yes. we That was the only thing that we, that, that, that they've had a handle on politically. Yeah. Right? The only thing they talk about yeah. is, is Black Lives Matter. And we understand the nature of protesting because an innocent, unarmed black man was murdered by a white man. Yeah. That is a narrative that we're used to and we can. And we easily can, apprehensible. Can easily yes. And the, the more, uh, the more complicated discourse is something that we have literally never had we've never had a meaningful discourse never. about mental health never we've never about about social safety nets right. or mental health right. ever so they don't know how to have this conversation you're right so that is the that is that is the reason why they have attached this 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 uh justice narrative to you're it. right it's wrong for me to actually say that they're strictly narcissistic i think there are a bunch of narcissists definitely a bunch there. of narcissists out uh, you're, you're totally right. I think actually what the issue is, and you really hit on it, is that it's it's the way social activation actually happens. Yes. And and it's really about in-grouping and out-grouping of people. Yes. And people want to be like, no, I'm on, this, I'm on the right on the side right of this side. thing. Yes. I'm the good guy on this thing. Yes. And thus I have to go and do the good guy thing. And yes. there is there is a soft narcissism involved with that. And we all have it, right? There's yes. vanity involved. Yeah, of course. That. The vanity that, the, of us even discussing this and thinking that we can spark a, an important discourse. Right. 
with our well you know what shout out to our fucking uh how many followers we got we got we're, we're doing right now uh, we're growing Spotify listen yeah listeners like let's fucking thank you thank shout you guys out. for tuning in thank with you us. thank you thank you we like you well you know what i will <laughs> say is nobody is having this specific conversation in a public way that i've ever seen i mean i'm sure the commies are but who's listening i mean public, I'm kidding. public <laughs> you know what i mean so I, that's why I'm happy we're having it. You yeah. know what I mean? We can air yeah. things out in a way that is a little bit more complicated yeah. than because this shit sits on my chest. Like, no. okay, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna get real. It sounded like you said shits on your chest. Uh, okay. it, it, you know what? That's <laughs> actually much more accurate. This whole thing shits on my chest. <laughs> it shits right on it, and not in a hot, kinky way. Like, <laughs> not the fun Cleveland steamer. Yeah, way, no, which... no. It's, it's it's taking a steaming wet dump all over my <laughs> oh, fucking that's heart. Not good. It's it's true. You got to be German to enjoy a chest dumping like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to dial the other one. You know, yeah. I Where did they get that? I th- they're so. They're, they're fun and weird. They love to travel. They, they have are. a real social safety net. Guess what? That shit ain't going to happen do. over there. They do. Um, they also have a mostly white. They country. hand out free butt plugs in Berlin. <laughs> yes. Free butt plugs and free tuition. <laughs> <laughs> you get a butt plug. You get a butt plug with, with your tuition. Your free tuition. You, it's your college care package from the state. That's right. <laughs> That's like, oh, we should have an episode about, about like countries, that, civilized countries. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I personally, I have like, uh, anytime things like this happen, uh, yeah, Germany, get, the civilized country. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, couldn't happen to a nicer group of people. Um, <laughs> they've never done anything bad. Um, <laughs> We, um, like, okay, so I personally, like, my my father has, like, severe mental health issues. He has my entire life since before I was born. It's been an on and off thing. But, like, he is the guy that might go screaming. I mean, I've seen it. He's he's done it in front of me. He's done it in front of my, one of the kids in my sixth grade class. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know what I mean? Like, he would flip out in public, flip out on the subway, talk about the CIA after him, which, you know what I mean? He was a he's a Jordan Neely type. Like he was almost yeah right? yes yes. Yeah. I mean he he couldn't dance. Not a Michael Jackson impersonator. <laughs> More of a Joe Jackson exactly. impersonator, really. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean yes, like yes, like and and he's also a very big guy. My yeah. dad is a big, not huge, like he's like five nine or whatever, but he's like a big. <laughs> He's fucking huge. He's, he's, he's bigger than me. Yeah. He's, he's like he's like thick and he's older and he has a very basso profundo yeah, voice. Yeah. And to a lot of people, he would be a very scary black man, right. especially when he's having a mental health breakdown. Yeah. I am no contact with my father currently be, for my own reasons because it's I listen, I have to be the craziest person in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle anybody else. It's like a Bob and Whitney situation. Absolutely. Like, uh-uh, there can be only one. There can house. only be one severely mentally ill person in this house and it's me so i can't you know like i can't do it you know what i mean i can barely handle my own but but like so when these things happen like i've always been scared that i'm gonna get the call that somebody he's gone to jail before he's gone to prison before he's been charged with manslaughter before like he's had like bad issues happen to him but he has always survived and when these things happen i immediately think of him that i'm gonna get the call and what was my last conversation with him and da 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 da. it's so heavy it's so heavy and there's no in the the helplessness that we might feel about jordan neely that we might feel about the entire situation like i have felt that sense of helplessness my entire life since i was a kid i i was the kind of kid that was like i'm gonna fix this of course (laughs) every kid has that instinct though yeah i but i i held on to that fantasy for far longer than that is you can never blame yourself for that because as a kid no matter what your parent you always think you can fix it i'm like i'm one of those kids too yeah who thought i could fix every problem and do da 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 da, like really always with your parents Uh, that's really what i did you know what i mean i really i really and i genuinely i think that's some of the hubris and narcissism of my own i felt i was that is not i'm gonna push back there okay that is not hubris or narcissism okay what that is 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 the desperation born out of love 
Yes. That is what that is. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That is somebody that you love and you yeah. want them and good. need them. You, you know, yes. you need this person. I lived with yeah. him for a little while and I needed him. The, that is something way more visceral. Yeah. That doesn't even have the process, the, the time to process through the ego. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. But I did believe at some point, like, I can talk him out of his, of you know course. what I mean? His state. I can talk him down. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And I couldn't. I almost got myself yoked up trying to talk, <laughs> <laughs> trying to talk him down. I was like, Oh, that was a mistake. <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? You're there trying to rationalize with like, Debo. Debo, listen to me. Debo, Debo, eye contact. Let's breathe. Let's this, do box breathing. This breathe, is Debo. literally me. Eye contact, Dad. Eye contact. He's screaming about the government. <laughs> I'm absolutely, you know what I mean? I really believed that I could change this. Yeah. And 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 so like realizing that you can't is the most terrifying. Now you're like, oh, that's just in the hands of America. Yeah. You know what I mean? And my father's not gonna seek mental health care. He's a black man in America. Well, He's not gonna tell his secrets to some white course. man in Well, a listen, coat. you also go to a point where you're if you're mentally ill, there's a lack of awareness of needing help. Yes. Right? Well, he kind of knows but doesn't know right? right he knows when he comes out of those mm. things he's like uh moops right. you know what I mean like whoopsie <laughs> <laughs> My bad. He's like literally. He'll be like, he'll like. Oh, you got trauma. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> literally, yes. Literally, yes. He like does it. He can't take accountability, of course. Yeah. But he, he's like, he's like, all right. I guess, I, I guess you can't tell me the address of your school. <laughs> like, and I'm like, yeah, no, I literally cannot. <laughs> You're right. That was wrong of me to say there's a lack of it. There is awareness. It's just it's yes. difficult. It's difficult to accept that this, you know, because there is nothing you can really do. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's something that can be done, yeah. but it won't be done. Right. Like there is no system that is going to help my father. There was no system that was going to help Jordan Neely. There's no system that was going to help even the victims of uh, who's that tech bro who attacked all those homeless people. Wait, what? Oh, my God. Remember, the, 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 Wait, you mean Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> basically <laughs> basically it was definitely one of his friends you mean, you mean the larry page the <laughs> founder of google that's, i mean i wouldn't that's be surprised who it is. they are friends with him I so. mean, they are the ones who waged a large-scale assault on the entire population of the bay area no it's some crypto bro who is definitely friends with them okay it's a crypto yeah. guy who uh was going around like um fucking spraying people with bear bear spray spraying homeless people with bear spray and and then he got attacked outside of his home but the reality is he sprayed a homeless man with bear spray the homeless man chased his ass down and beat his fucking ass that's good and they were like look at the homeless population their their violence and then the same with that guy the other crypto guy who, who 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 got murdered and everybody was like, it's the homeless. And it turned out to be another tech bro. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like Interesting. The, I didn't know that. Yes. I had only heard the first part. I oh, didn't hear that part of it. Yeah, story. no, no. Yes, that's right. They villainized. And then the the mayor, who was it, London? London, London Reed. London Reed yeah. the, uh, came out and was like, oh, the homeless, they going crazy. <laughs> it's them. And now it's all coming back to haunt. And, then, and they're like, so it's like a whole thing. It's yeah. like it's, it's the whole thing of villainizing these people so that we can feel better about the system that has failed all of us. Right. That fails all of us. Um, yeah, this is a pretty heavy topic. I don't know this why. This is a heavy topic. <laughs> We've peppered it with some laughs here and we there. We have tried, yes. Um, yes. <sighs> you know, I, yeah. I don't know what our, our signing off note for this segment can actually be. Um, don't murder people. Don't murder people. If you see a murder, try to not yeah. help. <laughs> don't hold least. down the legs. Don't hold down people's legs yeah. uh, we are not in guantanamo let's let's care about one another they don't care about us the right. political system does not care about us they have left us to rot in so many ways yeah. but we have to get that also community policing isn't we're the cops now right <laughs> community policing means speaking to one another and using whatever resources we have at hand to help one another so you know yes buy a pizza buy a metro card let them contact the the nearest homeless shelter that is probably full yeah and you know like do what you can and recognize that the problem is not going to be solved not with violence not with carceral justice not with any of those things it needs to be solved with 
a general strike and taking the resources that we are owed that we are that we owe, are owed right and yeah. using them yes. no, to there, help there, us. there are systemic issues that need to, that are 100 percent seize the means here. of production we need to seize the means of production <laughs> But I mean, that I think that is the larger point It's like we can say, oh, jailing this guy is not going to solve the problem. Yeah. And it's not even it's, it's not even a little bit, not even a little bit. And and you guys are there. I think people who are that that's the issue for them. They're barking up the wrong tree with yeah. that. Yeah. Right. In terms of where the energy of protests and stuff should be happening. And I'm not saying there shouldn't be accountability for that guy or anyone. Sure. Else, but, yes. Whatever. But there's like, what is so? What are we gonna do? We gonna throw him in jail yeah. for a little bit? Let's like best case scenario. He's gonna come out crazy and homeless then, and and like, then get choked out, and then the cycle begins again. It's like <laughs> let's 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 see past what they have told us. Let's have conversations beyond what they have, what conversations they've set out for us. Yeah. Connor, you should shave your mustache, by the way, bro, because you look like the guy. You, you, look, you do look like the Marine. 100%. Oh, my you know? God. You You're, look a good like the You're a good-looking guy. You're a good-looking man. You're way better looking than that murderer, and okay. I will tell you that. Well, it's because we know he didn't murder anybody, but yeah. We don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know any of that. <laughs> He's run away from his, uh, yeah. his state <laughs> to come here. Probably. Maybe just go with a full beard for like two months. Yeah. Okay. Or you know what? Shave it just on the sides and then you have a nice <laughs> just little, a Hitler, mustache. little Hitler mustache. Everyone will know that's not that guy. Or shave the middle <laughs> part and have it be like Chinese appropriation. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Give yourself a Fu Manchu mustache. I can't wait to see you get uh, canceled for that. <laughs> um, All right. Should we move on? Yes. We should do our last uh or yeah, last. What segment. are you in the mood for segment wise? Do the capitalism. You want to do it? Let's blame, blame it on capitalism. Let's blame, blame it on the cat, 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 capitalism. Okay, let me set my timer. Okay. Um. So I'm giving you thirty seconds. Was it? Yes, it but was. I have to find. I have, have to, to do find the, thing, the first. thing first. Find the thing first. Okay. Okay. What's the topic? <laughs> What's the topic? Okay, I get it. It's big butts. Big butts. It's big butts. And Starting yes. now, 30 seconds. Blame it on the cat. Yes. Okay, it's fine. I can do it. I can do it now. You got it? I got it. 10 seconds. You sure? Yeah, I'm listening. You got 15 seconds. I have already thought about this. All right, let's go. I thought about this before I saw it. Blaming big butts on capitalism. Go. Ding. Okay, so first of all, the whole big butt phenomenon is the big butt as a mainstream beauty ideal first of all any beauty ideals are a direct result of capitalism are a machinery of capitalism okay. and the direct result of capitalism also let's just be real the whole big butt thing is a sort of a recent phenomenon is a mainstream beauty beauty standard it was mostly beauty standard in black and 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 latinx communities right it, you're it, straying into identity politics i'm coming stick to i'm getting in there okay. i'm getting there okay so right we have the whole thing so like let's just use sarty bartman as as one example mm -hmm. right sarty bartman was kidnapped from her home she was put in zoos she was displayed because she had a very large ass okay. and but i didn't know who this was so at first i thought you were talking about like a drag queen or something because no, that's usually your references I wish. but okay no, sorry keep going she had a very tragic life and <laughs> it sounds terrifying she had a very yeah. very tragic life uh she her her genitals were on display oh god please in france oh. in like a museum Horrid. for in like distilled in like a thing in yeah. like solution for many many years until nelson mandela had to go get them and bring them back to south africa it's really fucked That's up. So fucked. It's really fucked up. So, like this, this the idea of this being the feminine ideal did not exist until recently. And the reason why it exists as a mainstream phenomenon is because of fucking Brazilian butt lifts, because of surgeons, because of injections, because they are trying to make their money in mm. the, in a way that can only exist under capitalism. Okay, that's a small ding. That's not a small ding. This small is, ding. You can only make big butts a mainstream uh, beauty ideal if you can achieve it with money. If you can achieve ding. it with an, um, an immense amount of money going to an elective surgery to make your ass fucking fat. Okay, that's a small ding for me here's is that my, small ding? yeah here's my rejoinder not rejoinder but maybe in support okay. of what you're saying here's my contention why big butts are a product of capitalism big butts is is that <clears throat> beauty standards are always a part of consumer culture yes okay and that is that to me is the main culprit of it so that consumer culture and capitalism needs 
to Did constantly hold on okay. needs to keep replicating okay. over and over and ah, over okay. again. Yes, yes, right yes. to generate profit, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. and that's how capital moves. Yes. and so they're going to continue. They're going to appropriate anything that they can. Yes, in order to continue that cycle. Yes. Okay. Bitch. You kind of said that. Because the beauty, okay, beauty norms were not. You were big like, Doctor Zismore is making a killing on these. But it is the the plastic surgery industry. Yeah, is the like main money maker for well, not the main money maker, mm-hmm. but a big big money maker. Of course, it's a huge money maker. And there can only be a, a, a successful silicone molds. That's but. right. If if you can make a beauty standard that cannot be achieved any other way mm-hmm. and giant fucking asses with tiny little waist is something that you can only achieve with surgery, especially in the way that we see it now. Okay. I think mine was the more elegant explanation. You know what, bitch? Beauty standards are a part of consumer culture. Boom. Front of Pranav actually came in. And you see how cis men round. just literally take what you say and be like, it's actually better because I said it and my voice is deeper. You said, you said <laughs> cis, cis, like it was almost a slur. I do. Sizz. <laughs> I do. You know that's what a turf thing. What? Turfs are like, sizz is a slur. And oh, I'm like, really? you're a, an idiot. Okay. I'm going to call that. you a slur. I'm going to call you a different <laughs> slur. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I, yeah, I'm not into, I'm not in on turf discourse, really. Good. Stay off of it. <laughs> never, you already get enough Fox I've never, News I've, shit. <laughs> I've never, what? You, you already get enough Fox News shit. <laughs> that's true. My algo is pretty corrupted because I watch a lot of fighting. Um, we should have a. We'll have an episode. We're gonna have an episode. Anyway, um, this was a heavy episode, but we hope you had fun. I think it was a fun episode, to Connor. What were your thoughts? It's a lot of topics. Uh, it was supposed to be a quick segment, and then you all took the appropriate time to really flesh it out. That's I true. Love you, Connor. That's Thank true. you. That's oh, true. Uh, I love Connor. I like Connor. I'm liking Connor more and more every day. Let's triple kiss mm-hmm. on camera for the Patreon. For the Patreon. Just for the Patreon. This is this was a great convo. Great. I'm really happy we could have it. Yeah, I love um, you, I love you too. Um, please uh, uh, like. Please give us uh, some uh, ratings. Yeah, on Spotify. do all the clicking for us. The likes, yes. the sharing, give the us subscribing. The five stars on Spotify. We we need more. We yeah. need more. We will, we don't have enough to show us. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, you know we love you. We love you guys. Thank yeah. you for tuning in. And remember to stay. Stay semi woke. Stay semi woke.